Welcome to Talking Again Podcast. This is The Tap. I am your host, Fidel Avendano. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast with stories from fascinating people, some of them my closest friends and family. I hope you enjoy the show. Now let's tap into it. What's up, everybody? This is Fidel Avendano Jr., Talking Again Podcast. We're here on another episode. I believe this is going to be Tap 50. Is it? No, I'm sorry. This is Tap 51. This is one episode shy of my one-year anniversary so, wow yeah and here today i have vicky vicky and oscar. oscar they are the owners of the new barbershop here in baldwin park california and it's called the notorious house, house of fades yep yeah and if you guys don't know we are obviously not in the tap studios we are here at their official place of business uh again look it's in baldwin park let's just give out the address right now 14308 Ramona Boulevard, Baldwin Park, California, 91706. Boom, there you have it. So, um, what's going on? How, How are we doing? Been? Good. Everything good? good? Great. We're trying yeah. to get through this uh, governor shutdown for the second time. Insane. Second time. We've been talking, we, we kind of talked a little bit about yes. the conspiracy theory behind it, but we'll get, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get after that a little later. We'll get after that a little later. I do want to. I do want to talk to you. I've been. I've been wanting to get and talk to you for a long time. Obviously, you know, even how we talk podcast, and we did a little right. thing at your at your shop, right? The four twenty. You remember yeah, that event? event? That was really cool. cool. I liked it. It was fun. Uh, I was like, that one was one of those things where that was our first ever live event, and I'm like, we did another one after that, and I really got the bug for it. I haven't been able to do any more. Some of it due to the pandemic, but new podcast, you know, new new way of doing things. But we'll get back into the lives. Maybe we'll do. Maybe our next live will yeah. be here. Once know? we get our doors open. Yeah. That'll be cool. But um, but yeah, I finally got you, Vicky, on. Because uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about owning your business, how you got started. You're so young and you've had your business for, for quite some time now. I've had a cut and shape barbershop for seven years. Yeah. It's a little bit shy of seven years. Yeah. August 17th would have been my seventh year. Right. Due to this government shutdown for the second time, I don't know if we will be open by our seventh anniversary. Uh, right now we're focusing on getting the Notorious House of Fades going. Um, my brother is my business partner now. Boom. So, <laughs> I mean, right now it's been a little difficult. It's been a little difficult. Uh, we were shut down back in March mm -hmm. for the first time. Everything was unknown. Everything was, we don't know how long it's going to last. We don't know. Everything was, we don't know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, unfortunately that, that shutdown lasted about a little bit shy of three months, I want to say. Yeah. A little bit shy of three months. Uh, in our industry, I think it's been the first. The first in history where, I mean, you know, you can't work. You have to be shut down. And I don't want any barbers out there, any upcoming barbers to get discouraged. Yeah. You know, this is a very, very good industry. You make a lot of money. You meet a lot of people. Um, it's a very good industry. You yeah. know, I don't yeah. want anybody to stray away from, you know, this industry because of what's going on. Yeah. You know, it's very, he was a phlebotomist and left mm -hmm. his job to do this. I'm sorry. What's a phlebotomist? <laughs> um, I draw blood from people. Okay. I extract blood from your arm. Okay. <laughs> That's what I did. That's that what I seems really like I probably should have known that, but I'm not that, you know, I'm only, I'm, only, I'm just a podcaster. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there's, I originally wanted to go into corrections. Okay. I went to college. I got my degree. I did an internship in Chino mm -hmm. and, you know, ended up doing this. My yeah. mom, my grandma, they're all licensed barbers. Uh, oh, okay. we, I'm the third generation. He's the fourth. Uh, we have another sister that does it too. We all went our, into our own careers. 
and ended up coming back into wow. what my mom wanted us to do. Yeah. Um, the good side about that is that we tried it. You know, we went out, we tried yeah. with something else, and we just came back into what she originally wanted us not to only, get into. Not only did you just try it, I think, uh, shout out to your mom, because she she may have encouraged you maybe to try it. Oh, yeah. Like, yes, hey, go yeah. try it out. Like, she didn't force you to get right. into the she family business. Us. Yeah, no, she never forced us. Yeah. Um, she did push it, you know, she, I mean, she's been doing this business for so long. Yeah. Um, she pushed us in the beginning to like, not, I don't want to say pushed us. She tried to open her eyes to doing what she did. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we don't know how exactly she did it. You know, raising four of us, $4 a haircut back in the nineties, yeah. early nineties, yeah. $4 a haircut. I had a quinceañera. My sister had a quinceañera. I mean, she wasn't a single mom, my dad too, but you got to take it back to $4 a haircut. And some barbers now at $20 a haircut can't survive. Yeah. You know? So yeah. sometimes I'm like, how the heck does she do it? Right, right, how right. does she, or not only her, people back in the 90s, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like in our industry, $5 a haircut, $3. The most expensive haircut back in the day was probably $10. And everybody was like, oh shit, that's expensive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> With her, she did $4 a haircut for 13 years. And you know, started up her own business shortly after. Um, I graduated from high school and that's what she wanted me to do. And I was like, I don't want to do that right now. Let me, I didn't know what I wanted. Let to me do. be me. Let me be me. Yeah. yeah. And I went to college, graduated, did an internship for Chino. Didn't feel like that was where I belonged. Yeah. And I got into uh, barbering. Yeah. I got into barbering and I loved it from the moment that I was in barber school, three months later, um, got a job offer at a, I don't know if I could say their name, but uh, Jesse's barbershop in East LA. That mm -hmm. was my first barbershop. And, um, I was going there after school, yeah. unlicensed, but I was going there after school and, uh, yeah, hit it off from there. Is Jesse's barbershop still, still work, running, still, operating? still running one of the oldest barbershops in East LA off wow. of Cesar Chavez and Mott. Yeah. And, uh, I believe they've even been in movies. Um, American me, I think they oh, were yeah? in American me. Yeah. One of the class, most classic barbershops you can walk into in East LA. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, did you, going back to your mom real quick, do you guys think that she was like, oh yeah, you guys go try your thing and then just kind of hanging out in the back, like, <laughs> they'll be back. They'll be Maybe. back. Maybe. Like, yeah. did she Maybe. know, like, kind of like, they'll be back. Eventually we'll yeah. get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah, did yeah. any of you either work at her shop before you guys went out and did barber school? Personally, we know, mm -hmm. but. I worked for her in 2006 seven and then i worked for her literally six months yeah um when you live together and work together <laughs> it's not a good combination right <laughs> so i moved out of her house and then i got into my own uh barbershop not my own that i owned but i started working for some lady and uh, i stuck around with her for like about a year i got another job offer moved there i was at three different shops before i started owning my own how long so, like two years two three years like three years. Three years? Three years. Damn. Three years after graduating from barber school, I got into having my own shop. That's cool, dude. Yeah. Like, like, just to think, it don't, you know, took three years for you to stop your, start your own. Yeah. What was your motivation to start your own? Uh, You know what? I don't know. I don't want to call out anybody, but I worked for a local shop. Yeah. And the owner, how can I, she was so 
We're narrowed it down 50 50. It's a she. Yeah. That's where we got it's, that a, part. it's a she. <laughs> she used to try to micromanage you in yeah. the sense, like, hey, Fidel, why are you wearing that red hat? Oh, shit. And you Make America like, great hey, again. Fidel, <laughs> why are you wearing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how does my red hat affect how I'm going to cut somebody's hair? Right, right, right. You yeah. know what I mean? That, that's just an example of how she was. So, yeah. working for somebody like that opened my eyes to maybe, not I don't want to say my own rules. I don't want to say I, I was a rebel and, like, oh, I don't want to follow your rules. But you don't treat people that way, right. you know? I work with my hands, not with my hat, not with my shoes, not with my pants. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to me, it was like uh, I wanted to be different. I wanted to be a, a different boss. I swore that I would never be like her. And I, have to this day, hope I haven't became like well, her. Well, I'll say, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I have been to your shop, I don't know, maybe three years? Have I I've been yeah. going over? And, uh, and yeah, there's a diverse set of uh barbers that you have you know yeah. there's you got from all different you know uh skins and and whatever color tones whatever you want to say but um yeah it's different styles everybody has different styles and you've been really cool about it you know like yeah i mean i don't care what you're wearing as long as you're doing your job and yeah. our job is so simple where you have to come in treat people like they're the most important person at the time because you have to dedicate your time to that customer that's sitting in your chair and do your job. Yeah. There's nothing hard about being a barber. Yeah. There's nothing hard about being a barber. Some people try to make it harder than what it is, mm-hmm. but other than that, you come in, you make your money, and you go home. Right. Well, Oscar, you said uh, that there's something fun about this. Oh yeah. So uh, elaborate a little bit more. Well, how, when is it fun for you? I how mean, is it? just cutting in general. I, mean, I feel like it's just it's an artistry, you know, mm-hmm. like just the simplest thing. Just it's fun just yeah. to do that. Just a simple cut, even though it's not a zero fade. People think, oh, you could do that at home. Yeah, you can, I guess. Yeah. But there's like a level to it, but you just gotta evolve with it. Like, oh, trends um, go away, but they come back. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you gotta focus on that. And people don't realize that until actually you get into it. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, that's the fun of it. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, like you said, it, it is an art. There's an art to it. Oh, Not yeah. only that, but the passionate part mm-hmm. of it, right? Because yes. when you're passionate about doing it, then you're never gonna complain about going to work. Exactly. Right. And that goes for anything, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, so what do you say about people that come in and go, that you just said right now, I could do that kind of haircut <laughs> in my house, you know? What I love about the whole COVID thing, everyone did try that. Yeah. So yeah. that was the fun part. Like, you hear them like, oh, man, I did my own cut. And they took off their hat. Oh, can you help me out? Can you fix this? I'm <laughs> like, bro, like, I love that you tried and you understand my work. It's really important. So yeah. I'll help you. Shit's funny. I love that you put it out there and yeah. let me help you out now. Right, right, so, right. yeah, that was the funny part. I loved yeah. it. Everybody yeah. tried it. The easiest haircuts. We were getting calls. My wife messed me up. <laughs> she thought, it, you know, it looks so easy. Mm-hmm. And like he said, the easiest haircut that you can probably say, yeah, I could do that at home. You didn't. Yeah. You know, you weren't able to. Your wife mm-hmm. wasn't able to, you know. So, yeah, there's a little... I don't want to say complex, but yeah, I guess artistry to our yeah, no, to our craft. It, it can be com- complex, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially, well, I grew up cutting my own hair, um, just because. Well, I mean, I say when I was young, I used to go to barber shop, but then it was old school barber in that mountain. He used to hit us with the with the with the with the razor. Well, not the razor, <laughs> with the clippers. He was one of those guys, you know, those big heavy clippers, and he used to hit us in the head when we were moving around. Oh, no. Old school, dude. So we started going there after a while because of the drama, uh-huh. the the trauma, but. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, I started cutting my own hair, and and I thought, oh, this is easy. I can start doing it. So I started fading up other people. That one was really easy, and I used to think I used to do a, good, a really good job. Now, mind you, it would take me about an hour and a half to do <laughs> exactly one person's haircut. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. terrible. It was bad, but nobody wanted to pay, and this is when we were only paying six or seven dollars, but mm-hmm. we were young, dumb, and, and anyways, I was still cutting my own hair on my own. Three mirrors. I would have to use three mirrors, cut my own hair, and then I was, you know what? Let me just go to hair, uh, a barbershop 
and uh and i started going because it felt good right oh getting getting treated you know getting that haircut close my eyes fall asleep sometimes <laughs> until i tried doing it again on my own not covid before all that <laughs> i tried doing it again on my own oh, i literally butchered my hair i think i came in and asked for uh, alex and i was mm-hmm. like hey man you gotta fix this man because it was really bad i just don't have it anymore it's not that i don't have it anymore i don't think i ever had it yeah, but assume, <laughs> but, right? I, but i assumed i did you know and then all my friends were telling, yeah, yeah you got pretty good hair mm-hmm. uh mind you they never come back but um <laughs> but anyways that goes to show you like people that think they can cut their own hair it's not as easy as no. as, it, as you think it is yeah. you know or you or you you'll do it but you i mean unless you're doing you one clip and even then when you do one clip you still leave a bunch of oh yeah and you yeah, feel yeah, it on a windy day you can feel those hairs oh, coming yeah. out there, yeah. yeah but uh but anyways that was just my little experience with uh cutting hair uh every time you post something about i need a barber i'm like maybe i should go on there <laughs> <laughs> i think the first day you'd probably kick me out uh-huh. <laughs> What are some of the, speaking of which, what are some of the crazy horror stories that you've had with barbers that come in, you know, and then you and you kind of just got to go, hey, I'm sorry, man, but this is you not working what? out. I give anybody a shot that has a license, right? you know, but, and I know we all started the same way and I do it because I started the same way, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, three months into barber school, I got a job offer. I took it. I didn't have a license, but, you know, I look at my pictures from my haircuts when I first began and I look at them now. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, what was I doing? Or yeah. why did this person <laughs> offer me a job, you right. know? But uh, I've, I've done the same thing. I think everybody deserves a shot. Um, I've had guys that tell me, show me pictures. And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, you have skills, you know? Yeah. I don't know why it doesn't show up when they're at the shop. It, I'm <laughs> like, did you really do that haircut? Or, you know, who's, whose work is this, yeah. you know? But, yeah, no, I've, I've, we've had a few, huh? We've yeah. had a few doozies out there, like just a filter yeah. or yeah. something something yeah. Yeah, yeah something or like oh my homie i i cut my hair on my homie and i'm like yeah let me see yeah and yeah it looks good on the picture and everything and then i'm like yeah come in you know you can do you you're doable like you're passable and their first haircut i'm like what happened to the picture you showed me like <laughs> where's your resume yeah, where's, where's your resume work what happened yeah. but no, there's a, you know it's always good to give somebody a shot you never know right you know what i mean you never know like I said, we all started in the same place. Yeah. Like we didn't know how to do a fade. We didn't know how to do a regular one all around. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I'm open to giving everybody a shot. The only thing I look for is for that person to want to work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you yeah. have to want it. You can't just right now due to COVID, I have customers that have become barbers, you oh, know, yeah? they didn't come back to us no more. They've been buying supplies and they send me pictures. And, hey, they're doing a good job, yeah. you know, but I think they just turned to it because everybody was looking for a barber at the time, mm. you know, yeah. everybody was looking. And to me, it's like, if you really want to get into it, go to school. Right. You can't get a job without the license. You right. can't, you know, unless you go to Jesse's in LA, unless you go to Jesse's in LA. <laughs> yeah. And I hire you. But, uh, but no, that was years ago. In the thing. <laughs> no. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's, it's a good career. Yeah. It's a really good career. Is it, is it a career that, um, like you said, you go to school, get your license, but, do you have to have like we were talking about having the art or the art of it? Do you have to have that talent? Is it or do you have to go get taught the talent? You know what? Some people are natural yeah, at so. cutting. It comes very easy to some people, and there's other people that struggle to learn it. It can mm-hmm. be taught. You know what I mean? When you were cutting your own hair, right? How did you, how did you feel when you were doing it? Oh, uh, or when you were cutting your friend's hair? Well, yeah. 
yeah, that was about an hour and a half. My hair took about two hours. Uh, my friends hair took about an hour and a half. How did I feel? I it felt like a, a struggle. It felt like a struggle every single time trying to get that fade, trying to make sure that it's right. And even then, like, oh, got it. We got to go higher now. We got to go higher now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was a struggle. Yeah. Because I don't think I have that natural talent. Maybe if I was taught certain things, but but even because I think about that, like, what if I just went to school and then learned how to do maybe like the fundamentals, but. If you don't have, I don't think, you know, maybe how they say it's in the wrist, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like, but see, that's common, though, because everybody always thinks that, oh, man, I'm, it's two hours. It's an hour and a half when you're starting and you think you're like the worst barber. Yeah. You start second guessing yourself, but you have to realize everyone's going through that. So all you got to do is push through and just master it. Take yeah. your time and it'll come. That's all mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that how some of yours were like oh. hour and a half, two hours, same thing? Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're speaking from experience. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right. So when I said about the horror stories I was telling you about, um, something that happened to me, and it was, uh, I don't mind saying it, it was a barbershop. I don't remember the name, but it was a barbershop by Mike's Pizza, which is you know, here oh, in Baldwin yeah. Park. You yeah. guys know which one I'm talking about? I, yeah. It's not there anymore, right? I no, think they closed it down. No. I was there, um, and I was getting a haircut. You know, I went there every single time. This is before you were around. And, um, and the lady was on her phone. She kept going on her phone back and forth, like arguing with her husband about something, right? arguing and I, about at the time i wasn't doing zero fades you know and, and uh for whatever reason she took the clip off maybe to change to the other clip and when she came back from being frustrated she just went here she started on the top of my forehead oh, no. and went and just cut it oh well, te lo puedo arreglar. And i'm like no you can't just shave it all off you can't she's like oh, pues no te voy a pues no te iba a pagar. i'm like what? i wasn't gonna pay you for this what are you talking and then she, so she just totally messed up my hair and I, and I got upset. I told the owner and she's like, sorry, she's not with us anymore. I'm like, why well, didn't want you to fire her? Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 no. We got rid of her because she had personal issues. We've been, you're not the first, but okay. Those are the kind of stories that I was asking. Did you, you know get what? anything yes, like that? Yes, and I'm going to tell you right now. One of my best friends got her barber's license and yeah. I gave her a shot to Stephanie. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. The guy, I don't know. She must have been nervous. It was her first day. The guy asked for a one and a zero. And yeah. that's the easiest haircut you yeah. can do. You blend it in with the half. Did she give him the fire tuck? She reversed it. <laughs> she did a zero and a one. And I was like, what did you do? Yeah. And then she's like, I don't know. You know, and yeah. then I was like, dude, what are you doing? I had to just go in there and do a zero and then yeah. go the electric razor. So it could just look a little different. Someone you know what blended. I mean? We were able to save it. But I mean, how can you like? think the zero was going to go on top. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like I said, it was probably nerves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were able to save that one, but we've had a lot of them. Yeah, uh, wow. Sometimes um, recently, as a matter of fact, when one of the last barbers that we hired before we got shut down, her clip fell off. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she's all like, come here. And I was all like, and then I, the guy had a big old patch on the top yeah. of his head. And I was like, oh. Pretty much like how you like, said it. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was in the middle, you know? So I was like, Let's try to blend it in, you know, go. Right. He had asked for a two and a zero. So I was like, dang, how are you going to go from a two to a zero? Like, and yeah. blend in that little hole. So we had to, I was like, you know what, guy? You know what? Her clip fell off. I'm not going to charge you. Uh, let me go down to a one. He's like, yeah. So we were able to fix it. We blended it in yeah. and stuff. But yeah, dude, accidents happen. And sometimes it's not an accident. Sometimes the barber just doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I said, we all start the same way. Sometimes it's just the nerves of being yeah. at a barbershop, you yeah. know? You're at a barbershop. You have all these people watching you. You have all these people with their eyes on you. When you're the new barber, everybody's looking at you mm -hmm. because they're trying to see what you can do. Right. So not only the people that are waiting, your coworkers are like, let me see if this will can fade. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Let's see so, how he does under pressure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the sometimes your nerves get the best of you. Yeah. 
So about yeah. average time, how long do you think the nerves go away, Oscar? I say within three months. Yeah. yeah. Three months of constant just constant boom, boom. work because you still doubt yourself and yeah. then you do good and then there's days when you do bad. And uh-huh. then I mean, obviously, she's a professional, like more experience and everything. So you get like all these criticism, which you definitely need right. to be better. So you're like, first, you're like, oh, you're mean, you're mean. But in reality, she's really helping you to be mm-hmm. better. So right. I say three to give it three to four months. Just yeah. be dedicated and hardworking and be patient. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's that constructive criticism. Yeah, that's right? what I tell everybody criticism. that has worked for me when they're new. I always tell them you have to be open to, to criticism. You yeah. know, I, if I don't tell you, one of them is going to tell you. You have to be open. Don't get butthurt. It, this is not a place. This is not the type of job where you want to have put the pride aside. Feelings. Put the pride aside yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. You know, even customers sometimes they'll be like, "What the hell?" You, <laughs> yeah. just, you know, and it's like you feel stupid at the time. I've gone through it. He's gone through yeah. it. Sad to say, guys go through it less. 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 Okay. It, it it we tend to see it and he's told me I, I see I see, I see it. it after a while <laughs> if he messed somebody up they'll be like oh yeah dog it's cool shake hands yeah, pound yeah, it yeah, yeah. still give him a five dollar tip if I were to mess somebody up they'd be like what the yeah that's you so just true. messed up my haircut who's the boss who's the owner you know wow. what I mean like yeah. I've gone through that in the beginning of my career yeah. and they've all came to me they're like yeah. oh she messed me up I'm like yeah oh well she's actually the best one yeah. and they're like nah she's not the best one yeah but all the yeah, guys dude. tell you secretly though yeah, yeah, yeah. blame the women that's crazy it, it, you know and that's I think that's across the board anywhere you go anywhere, anywhere. right yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where anywhere. where people say that that there is no male chauvinist kind of thing like there still is there's always going to be that male chauvinist always. Thing, you know? definitely and it sucks. It's very unfortunate, but yeah, I I, I get it, and it, yeah. and it, it sucks. <laughs> sad. But uh, <laughs> she thought it's sad. Oh man, uh, I was gonna. I forgot. I was gonna ask you something about uh, Jesus Christ. I forgot. Take another shot. Take another, take another shot. shot exactly. No, it was. <laughs> we do need to take another shot. No, um, uh, I did. I forgot. I I totally just blanked out on that one. Um, no, okay. I was gonna say we were talking about you giving people a shot, giving people a chance. I've, I've personally seen and you've talked to me about it is when I say, hey, well, what happened to the new guy or the new person? And you said you let him go, but because not because of what the performance, but because of the attitude, because of the, you know, then they, want, they were showing up on their own time, leaving early, leaving when they wanted to, coming in, uh, taking breaks when the customers are in, you know, not coming in on time for their appointments, like all those things. But like, those are the reasons why you like, it's not working out. Right. How... Now, because we're in an age where a lot, it's hard to get young people to be accountable for their stuff. They always have an excuse and the world's against me, this and that. How have, have you been able to, to see that? Or You know what? I'm going to tell you one thing. As far as age-wise? I had a very good crew a few years back. I want to say within the last year, I've changed everybody. Mm-hmm. When Oscar got a, here? When Oscar got here, yeah. <laughs> no, he was the youngest one, you yeah. know. When did you start? Like three years ago? You were what? Two years and a half. He was yeah, like 23, 24. Uh, it was, and then maybe because he's my brother or whatever, but he was the only one that was always on time. Yeah. I don't know what it was, uh, responsibility with your children, but the way I see it is no matter if you don't clock into my barbershop, it's still a job. Yeah. And it's a job like any other job. So I had a very hard time keeping my staff to respect the fact that I wanted them to be there on time. Mm-hmm. And to me, something that's very important is punctuality. Yeah. You know, it says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. So I have a new crew now. I think 19 and 20 year olds. <laughs> and they shock me, dude. 
Yeah. I have one that's there five minutes before we have to open. I have uh, one that's there right on time. And it's, but I haven't had that luck all the time. I've had other young guys that I've let go because I'm like, be here eight to five, nine to seven. And it's 1030 and they're walking in. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Oh, like I woke up late. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't have to clock in. Well, it's still your job. Yeah. You know, and if you worked at Target, they're not going to be like, oh, well, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. No, go home. Yeah. You want to sleep in? Go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've let go of people because they don't want to come in. During the holidays, we open early, we close early. Yeah. 7 a.m., we're gone by one. Yeah. I had this one guy that tells me, fuck no, you want us to wake up at the butt crack of dawn. <laughs> and I said, I had a customer in my chair, so I... Yeah. I don't oh, like wow. to yell that at was, you. That was in oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't like to talk back to you, yell at you, raise my voice when I have people there. Because I don't right. like that done to me. Right. So I finished my haircut. I still was able to catch him outside. And I said, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, what's up? And I was like, he goes, you, I go, you're really not going to come tomorrow? He goes, you want us to come in at 7? I'm going to, I want to sleep in. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. And I'm like, it's one of the busiest ye- days of the year. And we open early, but we, we close early, you know? Yeah. He's like, I'll be here at 11. And I was like, we close at 1. Why do I want you here for like two (laughs) hours, you know? You know what? Go ahead and sleep in. He goes, really? And I'm like, yeah, go clear your station. (laughs) Oh, for real? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just kidding. I was like, it didn't sound like you were kidding. Yeah. Go clear your station. It's that simple. To me, it's like, do you want to make money or do you not want to make money? That's one of the busiest times for us. So there should be no excuse, Mm -hmm. you know? Something personal, a death, something. Sure, why not? I have family coming in from out of town. Sure, why not? Yeah. You know? But when you know that's what we do during the holidays, you've been with me for a while, everybody does it. All shops are open at 6 Mm a.m., 7 a.m. during the holidays, and you're gone by one or two. Right. You know? So if you don't want to work, don't bother wasting my time. Yeah. You know, that's just how I am. If you don't want to put in work, you don't want to put in time, don't bother wasting my time. Right, right. That's just how. I, no, it like makes I said, sense. That's just makes, how I am. It makes perfect sense. You know, at the end of the day, it's my reputation on the line. Right. It's not yours. They're yep. not gonna be like, "Oh, Oscar's late." They're gonna be like, "Nah, everybody at that shop's always late. Right. Those barbers are never there." Mm-hmm. I came in twice. Oscar wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too. No, 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 no. That's a that's a good work ethic to have, and and then that's what we're talking about is is mm-hmm. people having that good work ethic, where. I think, you know, you had mentioned like your, your crew is very young. I think these kids now, these 19, 21 year olds, they're growing with the with Instagram, the social media, and they, they can see how powerful that device, that medium, that forum could do. So they know that they, they have to work hard, post it online. I'm sure they're always posting their pictures because it's going to get them to a next level. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going right. to open their, their own shop. Later right. Well. And that, you know, I'm always, I always tell them that dude, like, that's our goal as a barber. That's the highest position you can have. You know, we can't, you can't be in a, a, a manager. No, the next step to renting your station or, you know, being here, having your, being at a barbershop is owning your own barbershop. I worked right. at three shops before I owned mine. This is his first, you know, we're, we're collabing in this one, but maybe in a few years he'll do his own thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I said, that's the ultimate goal as a barber. Or buy you out of this one. Something, <laughs> something, you yeah. know, he's at this for me. This is my third shop. Yeah. My first one, Cut and Shave Barbershop. My second one was Cut and Shave number two in Azusa. Oh, right, yeah. Unfortunately, didn't make it. You know, yeah. I nine months, and 
things were up and down and I couldn't dedicate mm -hmm. as much time as I wanted to that one. Um, I had to shut it down. I was losing yeah. money. Uh, this is my third venture. I brought him in as a partner. So, you know, we're excited yeah. we wanted to, we want to get our doors open. We want, we wanted to, we want to have a whole new crew. Yeah. We have eight stations to fill. We want young, hungry people. That's mm -hmm. what we want, yeah. you know, and we want to open our doors soon, but this damn COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. Everybody's going through it. I mean, every, yeah. every businesses are going through, it, especially with you guys right now, because we were talking about earlier, the sh shampoo part of it, yeah. the shaving, you guys can't do the, the yeah, shaving you know, anymore. Facial. So it, it sucks, but at least they're going to let you allow you now to cut outside of your place of business, right? Yeah. Right. That's, that just came out today. Uh, we're going to be allowed to cut outside of our establishment under a tent. Uh, same disinfecting rules are going to apply. You know, we're going to use disposable capes. We're going to bleach down our chairs, our, our equipment, um, you know, wear masks, both the customer and the barber. Um, you know, everybody's safety is, is our main priority. Yeah, yeah. But... At least we get to open our doors, mm -hmm. you know, even if it's outside. Right. <laughs> open your doors just for the breeze. <laughs> no, uh, Oscar, are you the only one at this shop right now? Yes. As wow. of right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're working on it. Yeah. Though. We have a couple of people applying, wanting to work for us, but we're going to take our time due to the COVID. Right. So we're just going to take our time step mm -hmm. by step. Yeah. Are you guys getting a lot of traffic as far as foot traffic? Because you guys are on Ramona, busy street, <laughs> right in front of the park here, um, Morgan Park, right? Uh -huh. yeah. Obviously, next to King Taco. Yes, Everybody knows God. King Taco. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are you getting a lot of foot traffic? Well, I mean, we just opened the same day that we opened. Right. We had to close. So. Oh, that's right. That is right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I only had my clientele that yeah. came in that mm -hmm. one day, and I was full that one day. So I was happy. And then once I read the news, I was like, darn, yeah. we have to close. Yeah. So, I mean, we haven't got to see that yet. So, I mean, I hope when we have a chance to reopen fully, then we have that opportunity to see if that happens. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. And then, so you had said something earlier about cut and shave. We'll see if it, if you still have it after this pandemic thing. So are you right. thinking of maybe closing that thing so down, coming here permanently? It's been in talks. Yeah. It's been in talks. Uh, the second shutdown definitely hit us a little hard. Yeah. Uh, we invested a lot of money into this place. Um, Cause we had a good, you know, income coming from that location. Um, it's been in talks even before we got shut down. We mm -hmm. said, if we go through another shutdown, I think this is it for cut and shave. We have a lot of clients. Like I said, we've been there. We're a month shy of our seventh year. We have a lot yeah. of followers. We have a lot of, uh, people, you know, local people that live right across the street. Um, but it is in talks and, uh, we have to make our decision pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, we're leaning more towards, yeah. We might shut it down, mm -hmm. bring everybody this way. This is a very big place. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a prime location. Right. You know, we're surrounded by, like you said, King Taco is the main one. We have Morgan Park. We're mm -hmm. close to the freeways. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think Cut and Shave is going to come to an end pretty soon. I think it's important to say also that it's not that far from Cut and Shave. It it's not. No. It really it's is a, a walk. I mean, it's not a, it's, it's a, what, 10 minute, 15 minute walk, Probably. if that? Yeah. yeah. Probably. If your power walk, I maybe say even less eight. than half a mile. <laughs> yeah, I it's not. Say it's less than it's half not. A mile. It's, it's past the tracks and then a hop, skip, and yeah, a jump. It wouldn't be yeah. that hard to find. No. Yeah. Especially, like you said, King Tacos right next door. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I think it's fair to say that that we talked before you even had this. You were just talking about maybe right. buying this place, you know, right. opening this place. And you said, you know, if it works, we may just close this one down. Right. And, you know, we don't know yet. But you, you said, 
that you definitely want to do as much as you can to keep that one open. Right. But do again, due to the pandemic, I know it just kind of hit you hard, and I didn't right. mean to, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it did kind of hit you hard. What they didn't see, the audience didn't they didn't see, but you know they didn't see. Oh, uh, it did. Yeah, it hit you hard, and, right. and so it's, it's a struggle, you know. But and like I said, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But, uh, sometimes, like you know, we, we talked about it earlier. When you walked in here, you just feel better. You yes. Know? And I'm starting to now sitting here for about an hour. I've been here a little over an hour. I'm starting to feel it. Right. And, uh, it's a little bit more nice. Maybe it was the old place that used to be, you know, the spirits. But. I think so. <laughs> you know? No, I think it's, you know, you're in a small, tight space. Yeah. Everybody's listening to your conversation. You're listening to their conversation. People are answering for you. Like, yeah. we were all just always constantly on top of each other, you know, mm-hmm. like. You know, somebody was having a conversation with you and then this person answered for that barber. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, Nothing hello, like, yeah, why yeah. are you listening to our conversation? Right, but right, right. we were on a very small space and, you know, we have so much space here. The other day, uh, we were like, dude, like he was talking to my my husband over here and I was putting some stuff away on this side and I couldn't even hear what they're saying. So yeah. I'm like, I think this is going to be very successful. I think this is going to be, yes. you know, I see a good future here. Yeah. I see a really good future here. Mm-hmm. Less tension, less stress, less less bad, more good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so no, a, lot I, a lot of yeah. potential. Uh, yeah, I see it. I feel it. I see it. You know, I, th- I told you if you have enough room, maybe you should even create like a little stage. Exactly have people doing like a little improv comedians come in here yeah. a band like a it's podcast. a podcast <laughs> yeah well i see you got a bunch of rooms back there that i could uh, i could probably rent you know now. <laughs> but uh no i mean think about that you get anybody that does hair or or nails or something that can yeah. take over that thing but uh there's a lot of potential it's like you said a lot of potential and then the location you can't beat it everybody talks about it right when you buy a house or you build a business it's location 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 right can't say anything about this location <laughs> other than that yeah. big ass tree in the way yeah no, that's fine but yeah but no yeah we'll we'll find a way to yeah to be visible yeah, yeah. you know beyond that tree so no yeah, i'm excited i'm super excited to see what you guys are gonna do with it i can't wait i mean uh hopefully this thing's done and over with you know by the end of this year at least it doesn't seem like hopefully. it because no. uh, you know but uh if it does, I can't wait. Hopefully, you guys have your grand opening. Uh, and if I can, whatever I can do to help out, and if I can oh, yeah. come in and yeah. do a we'll live or contact. something, that'd be that'd cool. Be we'll, we'll do something. But yeah, man, I wish you guys the best. Thank, thank you. You know, I, th- I, th- I thank you for coming on and, and, and allowing, or actually allowing me to come on to your place. Thank and, you for having us. <laughs> no, like this is a, you know, you, what you're doing here is amazing because you're yeah. giving us a voice. You're giving mm-hmm. us a platform. You have a platform yeah. for everybody. Yeah. You know, you've done a lot for small businesses, so. And for that, we're grateful. And we're no, very grateful you. for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't know that we're down here now, so yeah. hopefully with, with, this, this. with this, you know, they're going to know oh, yeah. where to find us now, mm-hmm. you know. No, and feel free to rip it, take it, use it, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't care, abuse it, just tag me on it. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, anyways, uh, again, appreciate appreciate you guys. I wish you guys the best of luck. If there's anything that you guys want to close out the show with, please do. Any announcements, anything that you guys want to say. Uh, sh- shout out your Instagrams or now for Cut and Shave, maybe your own personal ones. So you guys want to get a hold of any of us, Oscar or myself, um, you guys can reach out to us at uh, the Notorious House of Fades 2020. That's our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you could just look up Vicky or Oscar. Oh, the barber. Oh, the barber. Vicky 2123. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking appointments. Uh, we're here every single day now that we're allowed to open outside. Yes. We'll be cutting right in the front. So yeah. We do encourage appointments only, so 
we do as much as we can, though, you know, mm-hmm. to accommodate everybody. And we hope that everybody doesn't take anything personal. Yeah. You yeah. know, we ask you to wear a mask. We ask you to make an appointment for our safety and as yours. well as everybody else. There you go. So we hope to see you guys soon. There you have it. Notorious House of Fades is signing off here on Talking Again Podcast with Vicky and Oscar and Fidel Avendano Jr. We're out. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. Another episode of Talking Again Podcast is in the books. Please don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can stay up to date. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends and family so you can share the experience. Now, let's close out the tap.